Welcome to the Kevin and Fred Show. I am your host, Kevin Kaufman, and along with my business partner, Fred Weaver, we bring to you our podcast where we highlight some of the best and brightest in the real estate industry, along with a weekly segment called Industry Headlines. We are a proud member of the Industry Syndicate, family of real estate podcasts, and we are so glad that you are listening and tuning in today, and we hope you enjoy our show. All right, guys, we are back with the Kevin and Fred Show, and I'm excited about today's episode and guest, just... La Nouvelle. Did I say that right, Jess? Let's start there. You've got it right. <laughs> awesome. All right. I'm already feeling good about myself. This interview is going to be amazing, um, mostly because you are here and I'm super excited to to have this conversation. You and I were chatting a little bit uh, off screen, I guess, pre yeah. me hitting record about uh, the fact I've kind of got to know your story a little bit and was really excited when I got the opportunity to uh, to book this time for us to do this podcast. So super excited for this today. Thank you so much for having me. It's it, 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 same thing. Like when I, when the opportunity showed up, I was like, oh yeah, Kevin, totally want to talk to him. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, let's, let's dive into it. Just like, I, there's a few different places I want to take this conversation, but um, for the listener who maybe doesn't know you, give mm-hmm. us a little bit of backstory. Let's start. How long have you been in real estate? Kind of how'd you get started? And then we'll start to dive in from there. Yeah. So um, I am 37. I got into real estate when I was 21. Wow. When you were 20, first of all, let me just stop there. Oh, most of us are, I mean, I, I, I was still technically in my twenties, but most of us, let's face it in real estate, it's like a second, third, fourth career yeah. for a lot yeah. of us. So you started real early. I started really early and it was, it wasn't super intentional. It's not like I grew up thinking, oh, I'm going to be in real estate one day, okay. um, which I don't think a lot of us do, but my mom has been a realtor for 35 years. Got it. And so I kind of grew up in the industry. I started doing her paperwork at around 13. (laughs) So it was just one of those situations where I came out of school, not really sure what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't really have a lot of direction. Um, And I don't think anybody in my family really thought I was very entrepreneurial. Like it wasn't, that wasn't like, they weren't like, oh, she's, you know, she's going to do great things or anything like that. We have like, kind of like a family joke that they thought, oh, she's going to have to marry well. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, so my mom just sort of said, why don't you get your license? See if you like it. I think you'd be good at it. So I did, which I think is why a lot of people get into real estate. They're like, they're like, oh, someone said that they thought I'd be good at it. So, and I hadn't thought about it before. So true. Yeah. So, so that's, that's sort of what happened. I got my license. I started, I started in the business and I realized very quickly that um, I couldn't rely on my sphere because my sphere was my mom's sphere. <laughs> Ooh, good point. Yeah. So um, it was, it was one of those situations where, were they going to choose me 21 brand new license or were they going to choose my mom who was like obviously a more mature adult than I was at 21 and she'd been in the business at that point for 20 years I was gonna say an 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 experienced agent so let me ask you this so you didn't go to work for like were you on her team did you didn't didn't go to work for her doing that or did you we tried working together for a very short period of time Um, my mom is my best friend we did not work well together (laughs) I love it you recognize that yeah. And I work with my husband now and have for 10 years, but you know, it's, it's just one of those situations where it was way better for our relationship to be working separately. That makes a lot of sense. I, I could see that. Okay. So, you, so you're 21, you're, you're going for it. Obviously your sphere, the people, you know, that probably would work with you. They're also 21, maybe a little bit yeah. younger, maybe a little bit older, probably not, not, buying real not estate a ton in the real estate market. Right. So, yeah. okay. So how did you make it work? Like what happened? Yeah. So there was this brand new thing called Facebook. All right. 
and nobody really knew how to use it properly. And I didn't even really know how to use it properly, but you know, I identify as being pretty introverted. I'm definitely not like life of the party. I'm not the person who's going to like pick up a client in the grocery store. Um, my husband's very outgoing and I'm always like, okay, we're going to go into the grocery store. We're going to get three things. You're not going to talk to anyone and we're going to leave. Like that's the conversations that we have before we go into stores because he will make conversation with anyone. That's not who I am. So it was one of those things where, you know, I started at Keller Williams and, you know, back then they were very, very heavy cold calling, door knocking, flyers, things like that. I tried it a couple times and just thought if this is how I have to build my business, like this just, it's not for me. Right. So um, I started what I call it now, like prospecting for my PJs. I, you know, I sat on my couch and went on Facebook and started building relationships and giving value. So, you know, back then there was like a classified section, there wasn't marketplace or anything like this. And, and honestly, like this strategy would never work today, but we're talking like, you know, 15 years ago. Yeah. 16 years ago. And so what I did was I just started, you know, people who were like in search of housing or looking for a rental or like things like that. Um, I started just giving them value, giving them advice, talking to them, working numbers for them, things like that. A lot of them, sometimes they ended up renting with me. Sometimes they ended up buying because they didn't realize that they could buy. So that's really how I initially built, built like the baseline of my business. And then all of those people who did all of those lease deals, e even with me when I was in my 20s, like early 20s, they all stayed with me over time and ended up buying. So that was more manual and it was more like organic. Yeah. And then over time, it became paid traffic. It became audience building. It became all of the things that it kind of is today. Yeah, it kind of did. Well, what I love though, what I heard was like, it's a... Um... Like you, you said it, like you, you couldn't go out and do those exact things today, but you could from a standpoint of you could take the same thought process and the principles for what you did, you would have to do something different for sure, but it would be based on the same principles and foundation, right? Oh, 100%. Um, what I heard was, you know, to, to coin a term of Gary V's jab, 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 right hook, right? Give the value, give the value, give the value, um, create the relationships. And then of, of course, they're going to work with you, right? Of course. Uh, they're going to do that. And the way you happen to do that then obviously would be different than the way you would do it if you were starting here in 2021, but mm -hmm. the, the principles wouldn't be any different. No, the, and the principles aren't different. And, and a lot of what we teach now is actually very similar, right? It's, it's yeah. give, 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 and then ask, serve before you sell. You know, we use a lot more psychology and yep. it's a lot more intentional than I was doing when I was 21, but you know, there, there's, there's a lot of the same principles of, okay, well, it didn't feel good. To, and I didn't even know that I was really onto something at that point, <laughs> yeah. right? Like I, I knew that it didn't feel good to cold message someone and ask for something, you know? Yeah. And I knew that like the, like the, the, the pitch wasn't, it, it, it needed to be massaged. <laughs> to, you know, that's, that's funny. I, I had the, I had a very similar experience. I had, um, so I'll skip part of it here, but like as our business transitioned from short sales, where it was just about knowing more than, than basically everyone else about, about this thing and having specialized knowledge, it became, I had to get good at sales and like really lean into those relationships, which I had built, but I, I'm, I could not call. Like, I just could never call and say, Hey Jess, it's Kevin. This is a business call. 
Who do you know that's looking to buy or sell real estate in the next 30 days? I could never do that. I, for no. me, I, I, that makes me squirm. I needed a reason to call you and say, Hey Jess, how's it going? Can I do something for you? Or, Hey, I got this thing over here. Can I give it to you type, type of deal? Um, and it sounds to me like you, you had a similar, similar thought process and experience. A hundred percent. I, and I think that there's an element of reciprocity that's just humanly built into all of us. For sure. And, you know, I get that there's like a means to an end, but I also think that, I mean, I just didn't, I didn't want to portray myself that way. Yeah. I didn't want to be that person who people were like, oh, she's calling. Or like, I didn't want to be the agent who like, you meet someone in a dinner party and you shake their hand and there's a card in their hand. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like all of those like things that, you know, people think, oh my God, she's an agent. I'm going to like go over go here, away, like yeah. away from her. Right. I, I really wanted to be a resource. And, and I, tr I really think that the best clients and the most long-term clients and are, are the people that you build that relationship and that influence with. Totally. And so, and so really like, that's what I started doing right from the beginning. And now there's like a system and a process around it and things like that. But back then it was just, I was literally following my gut in terms of how would, if I was on the other end of this, how would I want this done? Yeah. I love that. Um, it, it's so funny how you can do that. You can take some now at some point. So did you have a, did you have a coach or something? At what point did you realize like, okay, I'm doing something here. And it's, there's actually a system in this. Was there a turning point? Was there a conversation? How did you figure that out? So um, I didn't actually figure that out until I started this business. Really? Which is very interesting. Um, we did, we built all these systems out, but I didn't ever sit down and like formulate it into a methodology until I think I was forced to. <laughs> That's good. That's, I mean, that's right. honest. I love the honest answer there. Yeah. Like, but yeah it was forced it was to like, like actually go internal and go, wait, what am I doing? Like, what, what am is I actually doing and why does this work? work so well? Yeah. yeah. So what did you learn from that? Like when you, at, during, during that process of going, because uh, I'm assuming that comes from the need or the want, the desire to share that with others, mm. um, because so many people in our industry struggle yeah. uh, to, to make it work. It's like, what was it about that process or what did you rather, what did you learn about yourself and in your, your business in that process of like starting to pull that stuff out of you? Um, well, I think that when you're going through any process like that, there's an element of imposter syndrome that comes up, yeah. right? Like, okay, yes, I've done this for myself, but who am I to, you know, say that I can do this for other people? And it takes some time. And it honestly, it takes success stories in order to get to a point where you're like, oh, I do this and I do this well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but even going through that process, it was, I, I, I did a lot of research on psychology, I did a lot of research on, you know, um, things that were working in other industries, because I think that in real estate specifically, we tend to be five years behind. <laughs> if not more. Yeah. If not more. Right. Yeah. And so what, what I really started doing, and, and I did this when I was selling real estate, it wasn't a situation where I was like, okay, what are other agents doing? Which I think too many agents do. Yep. I actually, what the reason why we were, we were successful, you know, we went at one point in, when I was selling real estate, we went from essentially zero to seven figures in six months. And people think like, that's outrageous but it's actually not because it was really systematized yep. and we knew what the scale needed to look like. We knew the numbers as we scaled and I wasn't doing the same old stuff that every other agent was doing. We went out into other industries and studied their marketing and, and essentially funnel hacked 
these other, these other industries, these other service-based industries and what was working and then brought it back and started testing it in real estate. That's great. I, I love that because, um, you know, first of all, business principles are business principles and generating leads is generating leads. Um, no matter, no matter what the industry is. So you realize that like, Hey, I don't have to just do it the way the other people in my office are doing it. And the other thing I want to, I want to address, like you just said, you know, someone might hear that and go, Oh, wait, you went, you know, million dollars in GCI and call it six months or whatever. Um, the reality is, is that's very doable. Mm -hmm. The, the thing is, once you know what to do, it's then just about spending an inordinate amount of time doing that thing that moves that needle. (laughs) Yes. Just moves that needle. And then as you're growing the business, if you want to scale it, then it's like, okay, when I've done that so much now, it's just, okay, I I need to, I need leverage, whether that's systems or people or both Mm -hmm. to make it go bigger. And it really is that easy about just applying that. And when I did it the first time I was alone. So you can imagine the end of that six months, how burnt out I was. Oh yeah. And it was just my husband and I were, and he, we weren't even married. I don't even think we were married at the time. And, um, it was really just a situation of like my phone would ring and I would cry (laughs) because I just got to a point where it was too much. And that's really where, where like the scale and the leverage and the team started coming in because I realized that because we grew so quickly that all the other pieces weren't really properly in place yet. So what, um, if you could like, think back to yourself then as you're growing that business Mm -hmm. or like the early stages of it, like, what are, what are some pieces of advice that you wish you would have had then early on as you went, okay, I'm doing something that works now. Mm -hmm. Like if you go back and give yourself some advice, cause there's someone else up, there's someone listening to this right now that they're in a similar position of like, they feel like they're doing the right things, but they're not totally sure. And they're Mm -hmm. not, maybe not real sure what their next step should be. So I think that, you know, one of my biggest regrets is that I hired a coach too late or I got, Mm. I got help too late. I didn't, you know, I I should have earlier on helped found someone who could help me collapse time. Yeah. And, and I wasted time and I wasted money on things that someone else had already figured out. It's so funny how we we, so many of us have to learn things the hard way. Oh, totally. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so that's definitely something that I would do differently. Um, But I think one of the, one of the key things that I still talk about and I still teach is you have to have a certain level of fluency of something in your business. You have to understand how it works before you can bring someone in to take it over for you. And I think there's a lot of shortcutting that, people in this industry try to do because they don't want to learn it. And I think that if you think about what, you know, a CEO of a billion dollar company, at some point they've done pretty much every job. Yeah. They, and, I mean, they have, like, you've got to, you've got to work your way up. It's so funny. You say that like the shortcutting thing, I think um, so many of us, especially in our industry, like, you know, type A driven and, and, or visionary. And it's like, well, we can, I can see where I want to go. I just want to go there faster. So is there a shortcut to get me there mm-hmm. rather than actually going through the steps? Like the reality is, is like, sometimes you just got to take one step and then take the yeah. next and then take the next. Right. And I think there's an element of falling in love with the journey in the game for sure that you have to, like, if, if you're only in it for the success, you're going to hate the process. And, you know, 
being in business period, doesn't matter what business you're in, you are putting a puzzle together and it's problem solving. That's yep. really all you do all day long as you problem solve. You have to love to problem solve and you have to get to a point. And I say this all the time, you got to fail faster, yeah. you know, stop the perfectionism. Like I fail every day at something. And the key we test, we test things in our marketing. We have test campaigns running for run, running that like, you know, we're like, we don't know if this is going to work, but <laughs> If it doesn't work, fantastic. We have that feedback and it's no longer an unknown. Right. And we can then move on to the next thing. And I think that there's an element of being a scientist that you have to be willing to do within your business. And yes, there are proven immutable principles of business that you want to follow and you want to learn, but there's also an element of like, have some fun with it. Yeah. Well, and I always say it like this too, like you've got to figure out um, like what's the best model for you, or I call it like, yeah. what's the relationship you want to have with your business. Mm -hmm. And then, and you've got to test those things that will allow you to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, there's some, there are some foundational principles and some immutable, um, laws of business that you're not going to, like, you can't shortcut around. You just you're not going to crack it. those. No. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> like, part of it is like your gravity is actually like gravity. Like we're not beating that yeah. one anytime soon. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so we're going to have to follow those, but there is so much more that is, that is movable. And if we take the time to figure out what suits us best for whatever our goals are, we're going to, we're going to be so much better off. Not only are we going to be better off for it, but the people around us, our clients, our spouse, our relationships are going to be better off because we're going to be better off. And we're going to be happier. And, and, yeah. you know, we have people who are like, I want to get out of production. We build a business that's of someone who wants to get out of production very differently from someone who wants to be like the name, the brand, the face, the, yes. you know, like people want different things. And so one of the first things that we do in our higher level programs is we actually go 10 years, five years, three years, one year. Right. And we break you down from where do you want to be 10 years from now? Like, what does your life look like? What does your day to day look like? Because so, so often what happens is we have people who come to us and they're, they're, they're thinking, how did I get here? I've been <laughs> yeah. in real estate for 10 years. Yep. I thought I was doing everything right. How did I get here? I am literally, I have no freedom. I got into this business for unlimited income, freedom, and to help people. I'm not doing any of these things. I am completely a slave to my business. You know, my, my, my husband's going to leave me. Like, yeah. I, my, like my kids, I never get to see my kids, all of these things. And it's just because that intentionality wasn't there from day one of reminding yourself, okay, it's not just about the next deal. It's about, you know, what are you building? What are you building towards? What are your days going to look like? You know, I have a coach that I've worked with for a couple of years. And one of our success metrics is how many naps can Jess take a week? <laughs> and it's, it. and, and, and he'll like, we joke around about it, but to a, to a certain degree, you know, there are things and he'll go into my calendar and he'll say, you don't do that. I love it. And I'm like, you're, yep. And we're all guilty of that, right? We're all guilty uh, of like, of us, yes. and it's ego. It's, yeah. it's a hundred percent ego of, I don't have anything to do, <laughs> but the th the truth is, is my team's got it. Yeah, it is. You know, it's so funny. I was reading a, a text, I had a little mastermind group last week um, with some people in my, uh, in my world. And 
one of one of my buddies, Andrew in Utah, shared a thought that I'm pretty sure he said it came from James Clear, mm-hmm. uh, the author of, uh, of Atomic Habits, mm-hmm. which was this, this question is, if I keep doing what I'm about to do today for the next five years, will I end up with more of what I want or less of what I want? And, and by the way, like we, I don't care who you are, at what level of success you are or aren't, like we all do those things that if we just kept doing that, like we're doing it today, we're not, we're just going to get us further from where we're at. And so I think that is so important. I love that you've got your coach actually has the ability to, to look in your calendar and check you on that because it's so valuable, uh, no matter who you are or what you do. And honestly, like I have two coaches who have worked with me for years who can call me out on my crap. Love it. And, and I think that, you know, there's, there's an element of growth that everyone has to constantly be aiming for. Right. And, and it, you know, a lot of the work that I do with my coaches now is not necessarily business work. It's me work. It's how do we then get you to that next level of you so that you will, of course, elevate everything else in your business. Every, every part of your life will get better if you, if you grow. And I think a lot of the things that people hit up against you know, we can give someone all the strategies, all the tactics, all the principles, all the tools, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean that they're going to be successful because they have to actually do the thing. Yeah. It's a, uh, like, I love that. So one of my very first mentors, uh, who, who's he passed away a number of years ago, he, his first book that he wrote was a book called if how to's were enough, we would all be skinny, rich and happy. And cause it's like, cause the tools are, it's not the tools. It's not that we all have access to tools, especially now things are so available. You can, you You have access to everything. Yeah. You can learn everything on YouTube that you ever want to know about any, about any subject ever, um, Mm -hmm. and, or podcasts or whatever, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you could become an expert, a subject matter expert. And so the how to, and the tool is, it's just not enough. Like that's never, it never has been enough and it never will be enough. Um, because if it was, as, as, uh, Mr. Clemmer will always say, we'd all be skinny, rich, and happy. And so it's never, it's never just about the how tos, how tos or the, or the tools. So I love that you, you mentioned that. So tell me a little bit about like what you're doing now. Like, how do you, you spend your time? Like you mentioned a like a, like some higher level courses that you have. Tell me Mm -hmm. about what's like the focus of your, your, what I'm going to call your working time these days. Yeah. So we have, um, in, in like, kind of like the listings lab umbrella, we have three different programs. So we have the accelerated agent, which is for newer agents or agents who are very, like very new to social media or are like are, 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 are below six figures. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Then we have the listings lab, which is essentially the marketing foundations and the marketing build out to get you from six to seven figures. Okay. And then we have the seven figure agent. So the seven figure agent program is it's essentially like us and our team, like kind of like fingers in your business a lot more. Um, And it's how to scale, how to build a team, leverage, automation, marketing, all of the things to get you to a point where you can do seven figures, multiple seven figures and work half the time that you worked when you were making six figures. So it's, it's, it's kind of like the, and we, we follow the, like the, the principle, like the, the Tim Ferriss principle of eliminate, automate, outsource. Love it. Right. I think so many people in the real estate space, they outsource first 
and it's the most expensive and the least efficient way of doing things. So we always do, you know, we do full business audits when someone first comes into that program. And so a lot of my time now is, you know, I'm the dancing bear of our business. Of course. Right. Somebody has <laughs> so to do it. Someone's got to do it. So I'm, you know, I'm doing a lot of nurturing. I'm creating a lot of content. I'm doing trainings. I'm taking trainings. So that the because be the truth the truth of everything is every single person on my team is constantly learning, because if they're not, then we're not getting better and our programs aren't getting better. Yeah. yeah. So um so so I'm doing trainings. My you know I have a a, a head integrator. She's a, she essentially is the CEO of my business. She runs everything like the entire back end of my business. She's my okay. kind of like my half CEO, half COO. Okay, got it. Um, her name's Ashley. She runs the whole back end of my business. She keeps me super organized. I'm a 10 quick start, if you know what Colby looks like. Yep. I'm a 10 quick start and I'm a three or a two everything else. <laughs> so I am pure visionary. And so my business is built around that. That's awesome. It's I love built, that. It's built around the fact that like, um, I get to have kind of have my head in the clouds and I get to move the business, think about where I want the industry to be, like be that person. And I can dream while my team does a lot of the like detail work. I love that. You So you're, I mean, cause what I love is you're doing in your own business, what you're suggesting like you're taking your own medicine what you're what you're suggesting that your clients take and that and and what they do and so um to me it's i mean it's important right we can't i can't stand people that teach stuff that don't do what they're teaching right you've got to be able to uh, my opinion you've got to you've got to be able to walk the walk otherwise um why would anybody listen to you and take your advice yeah and 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 you know i was thinking about this the other day when i first started this business one of the, I, that, that was like at the forefront of my mind. And I remember thinking like first month that we launched the listings lab, this was years and years ago, I was living in California and there was this moment where I was like, how can I tell agents that I can get them to seven figures if I'm not at seven figures in this business, even though I had a multiple seven figure real estate business. And I think that was actually in a disservice to me because I pushed so hard that our first month was a seven figure run rate because I was like, I have to, I have to be in alignment. <laughs> even if it makes me out of alignment everywhere even though else. If it, even if it makes me burnt out and, and, and I'm out of alignment yeah. on that side of it, right? So I think that there's, 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 there's growth and exponential growth is 100% possible in, totally. at any time in your business. Yep. But I think a lot of the time it's about distilling down and focusing on the right things instead of trying to focus on everything. Yeah, totally. And, agree. and we all have like all agents have shiny object syndrome. <laughs> yeah, we all have it. Some of us are just aware of it. Some of us aren't. Yeah, yeah. I always laugh. <laughs> I like I laugh at myself. I know I do. But when I go, you know, back back in the old days when we could go to big events, um, I would always avoid I like I have to avoid the you know, the vendor, the vendor hall, I can't do it. Cause like, you'll just get one deal. Like, Oh, look over there. Look over there. Like oh, I, just, I buy I'll everything. Just, just buy shit. And I'm like, you know, I buy everything. I, I can't <laughs> like, I'm, I'm too shiny object. I, yeah. I've got to like, I know that about myself. And that's why, mm -hmm. you know, that's why I learned to live by a calendar. So that way, yep. like it just, I've learned, I've got to set myself up to, to know that I'm not good enough to beat my shiny object syndrome by myself. So I have to make rules around it. So that way I can't oh. cheat it. 
Absolutely. And, you know, we've had so many, like, uh, I'll give you an example. So we have a guy who was in our seven figure, who is in our seven figure agent program. He came in, in about a year ago, April 1st of last year, and he was doing all the things, like all the things, everything, everything, one and, of everything, like, one, a little bit of everything yeah. and was like absolutely drowning. And we really got super clear on what was going to move the needle and I think it, I think he, what did he tell me the other day? He 700 times his business last year. That's not bad. No, it's okay. That's okay. It's decent. And, and now he's like, again, the shiny object. He's sending me messages. Let's start another business. And I'm like, he's like, he's like, I have nothing to do anymore. He's like, we've completely scaled the team. Everything's running really well. We're, we're, we're growing and I, and I don't have to do anything. Let's start another business. And, and it, that's because he is like a true entrepreneur. Yeah. Like he's like, okay, we did it. Now let's do something else. Cause he, he, he's fallen in love with the building. Yeah. That's awesome. I love yeah. that. Um, so if anybody, so for anyone listening who wants to like check out what you're doing or learn, <laughs> learn more about it, what's, what's the best way for them to do that? I would say, um, join my Facebook group. There's a million hours of free trainings in there and you know, all the things, um, it is Facebook dot com slash groups slash the listings lab the listings lab we'll put that in the show notes here cool. cool yeah that's probably the best place um it's all every single person in that group is an agent is a like a licensed practicing realtor i love it um and uh yeah there's just tons and tons of value cool i love that you you that you have that in there that's that's basically my rule too in my group like no spam nothing like like yeah. you gotta be you actually gotta be doing something and be, be in real estate yeah. Otherwise, I don't have time for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, cool. So we check uh, check it out there. So uh, we'll put that link in the show notes. Um, let me ask you this: uh, as we start to wrap up, what are like what are some of the things? Obviously, you're passionate about helping agents and um, either kind of growing their business and or scaling the business. Mm -hmm. Like, what are the other things that you that you really enjoy doing right now, whether it's um, business wise or, or or other? So. COVID has made me very aware of my need to travel. <laughs> I haven't been anywhere since February of last year. Ouch. I'm literally like itching. Um, I've been like watching Caribbean life every day on HGTV, like living vicariously through other people. You're ready to go. I'm ready to go. But um, I think that there's, there's an element of just growth and learning whether it's learning about new cultures, whether it's traveling, I love to read. Um, yeah. I mean, my husband's also like, I'm obsessed with him. Like, That's good. I'm like, like totally obsessed with him. He's like the best thing in the world. So, you know, basically anything that I can do with him, that's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. So, um, what I have, I have one more question for you. That's kind of like, like specific, but before we, before I get to that, what, yeah. what should we, um, like, what should we talk to? Like, what should I have asked you? What haven't we touched mm. on that, that I haven't asked you yet? Um, I mean, there's so much, but we could, we could have probably talked for like five hours. We could probably, I honestly could probably <laughs> do about four or five more shows for sure. <laughs> I'm in, but, um, I would say like, we could, we could have talked a little bit about psycho about the psychology of stranger to client. Um, and so, so there's, there's definitely some of that. Um, what's, oh, the other thing that I think a lot of people from a marketing standpoint are really concerned about right now are the, the Apple turn off my tracking. Uh, yeah. 
stuff, which I mean, depending on how you're building audiences, doesn't matter. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I think, I think it's just an element of, are you using the tools that you have in front of you properly? And, you know, it's, it's the media's job is to get us all riled up about things and to get us, you know, in fear and emotionally, emotionally reacting to things. And the number of people that I've had reach out to me, like losing their minds about this, this new thing. And I'm like, well, if you're using what we teach, it doesn't make it doesn't a difference. Matter. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Even matter. No. It's so funny. It kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier. Like forget about like what you're doing. If the, if you have the principles down, doesn't matter like yeah. the how or like my mentor's book the how-to of it doesn't matter yeah it's not the how-to that matters it's never the how-to that matters it's well, about Abraham what's Hitch driving talks it. about that too right that element of like it doesn't matter like it's not about the tactic it's yeah. not about like if you really understand those principles you understand and for me like the the thing that has absolutely driven my business and my clients businesses forward is fully and truly understanding human psychology yeah right it, when you nail that it doesn't matter what the little details are people think oh i need to build a funnel and they think that a funnel is a series of opt-ins but a funnel is a, is a psychological journey from stranger to client the little details can be built out a million different ways yeah that's, it's so funny. Like there's so much of it a cycle. And by the way, whether you like, that's true, whether we're talking about what, what you just said, stranger to client or just looking inward and trying to get better totally. as yourself. It's that's a hundred percent psychological too. Yeah. Uh, I agree. So learning psychology as I've, as I've learned more about copy and more about personal development and stuff over the years. One of my, one of my very best friends is, uh, is, a is a master at psychology and NLP and, um, whatnot. Mm. And so like, that's been definitely an interest of mine for so many things. Like when you really learn what gets people to move, move, meaning make a decision, move in a direction towards something, uh, or away from something, when you really understand that it really helps to be able to get them to, doesn't matter what you're doing, whether you're yeah. selling real estate, whether you're recruiting, you're selling a widget, whether you're trying to get yourself to start doing something or stop doing something or adopt something yourself. Like when you understand that at a deep level, you're golden. And it doesn't have to be manipulative. Not right? at all. In fact, it can be the most caring thing in the world. Exactly. If you're some, providing a service that yes. can help someone, yeah. then what you're doing is you're actually, you're, you're moving them towards you is actually in their benefit. Yeah. Now, manip manipulative people can also know that skill and use it yes. for not good. Those are called mm -hmm. cults. And we see like, don't get me wrong, like that happens. And there's people that do bad things. And you can also use the exact same skill for mm -hmm. the most beautiful, amazing things that mm -hmm. move people forward in their lives ever. It's like this, um, gosh, I posted this not, not too long ago, not too long ago, a guy named Naval Ravikant shared it. The, the nature, there's a saying, the nature of the rain is the same but it makes thorns grow in the marshes and flowers in the gardens. There was a gentleman that's actually Anthony Diamello who wrote a book called Awareness. Um, that was a, a, which is basically based off of a long speech he gave. The nature of the rain is the same, but it makes thorns grow in the marshes and, and flowers in the, in the gardens. And like, that's true. Something could be used for good or it could be used for bad. Always. So, yeah.
So cool. I'm really glad we got the chance to spend this time together. My last question for you is going to be simply, what is, if you could just one message to use a Tim Ferriss uh, question, like if you had a billboard that I'm going to just say it for this standpoint, only real estate agents saw it. Mm. Um, But all real estate agents were going to see this billboard. They're going to drive by it every day. What's that message that you wish that they would all get uh, that we would all like learn more of or, or see more often, be reminded of more often. What gets you, what got you here won't get you there. Mm, So good. Yeah. I love that. Jess, thank you for spending some time with me today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Maybe maybe we'll come back and uh, we could probably, like you said, we could probably do this for another four or five hours. Uh, Maybe we could dive into some marketing and some other things on another episode in the future. But uh, on behalf of myself and Fred and our listeners, just want to say thanks for hanging out with us today. And I'm looking forward to connecting again soon. Thank you so much. Awesome. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Today's episode is brought to you by Kevin and Fred's community at eXp Realty. Learn why over 1,000 real estate agents joined eXp Realty last week. Join us for an informational webinar this Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Register at intro to eXprealty.com.